Welcome to No Cherry on Top, where we talk about anything and everything. Welcome back, Sprinkles. Tonight, Don and I are going to talk about gender roles. Gender roles. Gender roles, because Don and I both play a little bit of, uh, well, we'll just explain it. Um, I'll throw Don under the bus first. Whoa, okay. Don sews. Don crochets. Um, I don't do any of those things. Are those gender roles? I mean, I think society feels like that that's a female role. Historically, probably. Yes. I'm not speaking for like us, how we feel about it. I'm saying like societal norms. Societal norms. I mean, you know, do those really have any relevance anymore? Um you would think not, but they do. Um, I like to mow the grass. I like to paint. I like to do drywall. I like to do stuff like that. Um, like take me back to, we used to own a farm and I loved getting on the tractor and I loved getting on the dirt bike. And one time, one of our kids as friends like their parents brought him home and I remember the guy looking at you going how do you get your wife to do that how do I get her off of it <laughs> I mean who who doesn't like tractors um but it was funny because none of the other wives out there and you know rural Kansas were riding around on the tractors it was always the husband's and you did, you said that you're like, I don't, what do you mean? How did I get her to do it? She just does it. Like she likes it. And he was like, he looked kind of baffled for a minute, but you sew, you crochet. I've never done any of that. Um, now you were taught that I wasn't. Yeah, I, I definitely was. Um, well, it's kind of funny though, because I learned to sew in order to make parachutes and sleeping bags for my G.I. Joe guys. Fuck yeah, G.I. Joe. Well, yeah. I mean, so I'd like make sleeping bags and tents and parachutes and stuff. And, you know, they had those ones that you ever make those parachutes out of trash bags. Yeah. Like you take a trash bag and make a big circle and then you cut all these little strings and stuff and then tie them in the center. I mean, I never personally made one, but I, you know. Yeah. So I used to make those and I didn't like the ones that were made out of trash bags because they didn't really look like parachutes and I could draw on it with a Sharpie or something. But I mean, you know how I am. It still didn't look like a parachute. So I wanted one that looked like a parachute. In order to do that, you actually have to sew the thing. And so I, I learned how to sew. Well, do you know what toys I played with as a kid? Tell me. Matchbox cars. Yeah, I played with matchbox cars too. Do you know that people bought me Barbies, but do you know what I did with the Barbies? They were giants to walk on the matchbox cars. They would sure. yeah, smash those, so. yeah. That's literally like my first memories of playing. Besides, I... um really enjoyed Tennessee Ernie Ford on a 45 that my grandma gave me. And of course they got me a strawberry shortcake record player. I would have preferred the hot wheels one, but you know, since I was a girl, I had to have all that girl stuff. And then my favorite things as I got older, like preteens were racetracks. You remember the old school racetracks where you could put the cars in the little rivet thing. And there was the two metal. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Had yeah. the little guns. Yeah, the, the electric ones. Yeah. They had the circuits on there. Those were my shit. I like to watch it go round and round and round and round, go real, real, real fast. Yeah, those were <laughs> a lot of fun. You ever put your hand in one of those things and pull the trigger? Yeah, it'll zap you. It'll zap you a little bit. It'll zap yeah. you hard. Are you kidding? Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, yeah, you have to, fun. you have to test all that. Have you ever stapled your finger? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used I to mean, put staples in my arm. I, I, you have to try it. Like, what is, I I've mean. St I've still done that. I've showed that to the kids. I don't <laughs> want to say recently, but, you know, you open up the staple gun and you slap a couple of staples in your arms and 
I mean, I did that like when I was in middle school was slap a staple through a piece of paper and staple a piece of paper to my arm. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not the best thing to do, but well, you know, gross people out. I mean, you know, you have to, you have to experiment with things. I mean, I think that's part of growing up. Yeah. Your parents always say you don't do it and you're like, but why? But why? But exactly. why? Why can't I do it? So I went, um, as a kid, I went from race car tracks and matchbox cars to I liked fast cars and I liked motorcycles. But when I was a very little girl, that all started um, before my dad passed away. He had three daughters. I was the oldest of the three daughters. And he would buy me everything blue. Like that was my color. So I kind of dressed like a little boy when I was really young too. And his favorite color was blue. That's why his 69 Camaro is blue. And I feel like I related to him more than I probably did my mother. So let's, if we're going to have this conversation, let's, let's set up some ground rules first. Okay. okay I'm kind of like thinking. What are some ground rules? Well, no, I'm just trying to like some commonality here. Because, uh, you know, it seems like if we're, if we're looking at gender roles or what we say are gender roles, but right. Which means right. societal norms yeah. for, for genders, what, you know, what kids are involved with, whether they're male or female and what they're doing and what they're supposed to be doing. Did your, um, did your parents, and when I say parents, of course, I use that term loosely. Did the people, you know, that were parental figures in your life as you were growing up and that can be anybody it doesn't necessarily have to be your parents but did anybody did they force gender roles on you or did they you know like um you know like some people they can't they're not supposed to do anything other than well that's what i was telling you boys wear like, blue boys wear blue girls my, wear pink my dad didn't do that and his favorite color is blue so i got i gladly like i liked blue as well so he would let me wear that. My mom would get really mad and want me to wear dresses. And, you know, like I said, they got me. That's where I was going with that is like that's that's implied. And that's, you know, I want my listener to be able to make that determination for themselves. But, yes, I was I was forced that from like my mom's family. I was the first girl born in 15 years. They wanted me to wear frilly dresses and buy me all kinds of girly stuff. And to be honest with you, I didn't fucking like it. When I was six, I had big dick energy and that's what I wanted to do. So you would say from, to some extent, you had, um, you had some people that were pushing you in that way. And then also some people that were doing the opposite. So you had a well, it wasn't, it wasn't that he was doing the, like my dad was doing the opposite or like my great grandma and all that people that bought me like blue corduroy and stuff. It's what I liked. It's yeah, what I like. Sure. It's what I wanted. It's what I wanted to wear. Even to this day, I think you can say as a woman, how often do I wear dresses? Uh, dresses? Uh-huh. Uh, of course, not often. I mean, only <laughs> when you kind of have to. Or Exactly. I don't know about have to, but. Because, you know, there are, there are the uh, rare occasions that I like to dress up in a dress, but mostly I'd rather wear jeans or shorts or but you're sweatpants. still wearing girly stuff oh, not all the time not compared to my to other people that i know how many women enjoy wearing a chain wallet like i did how many women want to get a matching one to match their husbands like i don't think all women want to do that well yeah i mean but like you know the jeans you wear you typically wear jeans that have a bunch of bejewels on them and different patterns and things that are sir those are called rock revivals okay. and those are those okay. are the shit but those are femme i mean femme you can say that but i know all that my uh hispanic friends wear those males and females with the cowboy boots bring it on brother well yeah there's there's male rock revivals that are much less glitzy and bejeweled oh i don't get the ones that are nearly bejeweled that i could what are you talking about but you have in the past i, I mean, do okay so but i also will crawl in an engine compartment i'll mow the grass like i'll do all that no, like I, how many I, yeah. women do you see out there doing that there's not not a lot and you know i'm not saying that that's a bad thing i'm just saying that like i was the the weirdo 
Like I would rather hang out with the guys and work on cars and car stereos and stuff like that. And I got called a lot of names for that kind of stuff because I just didn't get into whatever that shit they're reading back then. It was teen bop and all that stuff. The girls would be like, Ooh, look at him in there. And I'm like, I don't really care. New kids on the block. I mean, I did go to a new kids on the block uh-huh. concert. See? I went, but I didn't, but my, my cousin took me and my uncle, like yeah. that was, that was something that, you know, he's like, okay, I'm gonna take your girls this. It wasn't like, I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait to get mine. I mean, don't get me wrong. Love me some Marky Mark, but I like the funky Marky Mark. Like, I don't, yeah. I like, I like him. I mean, don't get me wrong. Donnie's cool too. And they've grown into like really cool people. But like, I preferred his brother who wasn't even in New Kids on the Block. Yeah, I like Marky gotcha. Mark and what's that movie? The rock movie, the rock and roll movie, Marky Mark. Remember he was in it? Yeah. Playing uh, as Steel Heart, but they yeah. called him Steel Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. That that was my shit. Yeah. I got you. I, well, I can see that. So, so you had some influences both directions. I mean, I kind of had, I had the same, except there were certain things I'd say that my mom, uh, well, nor my dad. Some things that were definitely um, male. And of course, you know, got the religion to deal with, uh, that there was religious influences about what a man was supposed to do in a man's role within right. a family and stuff. So that does kind of set the stage for, you know, a lot of the decisions that I make and what I do. Um, and, you know, in a way, how I dress and other things or how I've dressed in the past more conservatively, no flashy colors, um, not a whole lot of. Then I met you and stuff. bought you flowery shirts and Hawaiian stuff. And, and yeah, and then I just kind of had fun and you're like, do my thing. Well, military does that too. You're not going to go out wearing certain things military, even if it, even if they're your civilian clothes. Those just aren't going to be your choice. Yeah, but you also you sewed and you did alterations when you were in the military. Well, yeah, but that's. That's not necessarily a bad thing to sew on a patch or something like that. Didn't and you actually, make some I money? made a lot of money. I was going to say, yeah, you made some money. Yeah, I did. But see, I don't even know how to sew. Like, I took home it. Could I use the sewing machine if I wanted to? Yeah, but I'd rather, like, punch it. And I just don't, I don't have the patience for it. Well, see, but I could, you know, when I look at, like, what sewing is, uh, you know, it's a, it's kind of a technical skill. And, you know, it's working with the machine or something like that. So it seems to me that it fits fairly well. Now, depending on what I'm making. Now, I have made some dresses. You made, made some you dresses, made dresses for you and for, and for, for the, the girls, girls and, and overalls. You made all yeah. kinds of stuff when our kids were little. I mean, that's something that I couldn't do. But I am also, I can put on some nails and I can put on some lashes. But I'm I can also put on some grease and some exhaust and really enjoy it. Yeah, but you got to you got to admit though that as far as we're concerned, um, people think we're weird, Don. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, I mean we're not necessarily traditional. No, definitely not. So, you know, we're talking about we're talking about gender roles that we see uh, that we've kind of broke away from, and we just kind of do our own thing. But we've always been those types of people that just right. kind of do our own thing. Well, yeah, but, and I mean, and I never even would have noticed this stuff, except there was some, you know, there's been several people throughout our marriage that have like brought it to my attention, like, or even people that just come up and are like, whoa, what's your wife doing? Or, and, or somebody going, oh, your husband sews. And I'm like, yeah, he does all my alterations and makes my dresses and stuff for pageantry. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, that ain't me. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't really care. You used to. You're like, do not tell anyone that I fucking crocheted this blanket. <laughs> no. You did. Well, maybe. I, but see, you know, there's a lot of things that I wouldn't necessarily want people to know about me anyway. I, I try to keep my cards played pretty close. Uh, so I don't necessarily. Well, you can't help it when somebody walks in. And it's like, oh. Yeah, it's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, and it's not like people have been rude, but they're just like, oh, what, man? Look at you. Like, look at you go on that sewing machine. 
Well, yeah. So, I mean, but that's kind of the point that there's been a lot of things that have come up gender roles lately in, you know, in media and news and other things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and not only that, I would like to say that there's, you know, stereotypically, I mean, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but like men are the ones that are more aggressive and, um, uh, what's the word I want like more possessive and like guarding and stuff like that, where you're very logical and I'm, I don't care. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be a bulldog. Like, I don't really care. Like, even when it comes to you, like I'll jump in situation. I'm like, get the fuck away from my husband. I'm going to drop you. Yeah. But well, see, I don't, I don't necessarily know though. I can't separate out. That's like your personality or whether or not it has anything to do with male versus female. It It is just my personality, but I feel like a lot of other people look at it like, I, I and you've even made comments of like, what did you say? That I was that little creature that ripped C-3PO apart off of Star Wars. Or, you know, people think it's funny that, like, you're so big and I'm so small, but I'll be the first one to tell somebody about themselves. But that's not, okay, that's not really that uncommon with, uh, sorry, but short females. What? I'm just saying. Are you saying, attacking my size, sir? Uh, well, kind of. I'm just saying that most shorter females... Uh, that they they will absolutely rip your face off. Oh, are you ready? He also says I have T Rex arms. Yeah, you kind of have T Rex arms. <laughs> He'll hide stuff and be like, or put something up in a cabinet that's up high and be like, "Honey, have you seen this?" I'm like, "I don't get up there where the fucking air's thin." What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like the air's really thin up there. I'd rather just stay down here. But I I think that, you know, what we see as normal for us, a lot of people look at are like, I've even had people comment on my TikTok and stuff like you guys are like, cool, but you're like the oddest couple. Like, it's cool, but it's like odd. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean. That's comments. Like I could show you. Like you guys are not the average couple. Like there's just not. There's you know, and you've always like anything I've wanted to do. If I want to work on a car, if I want to talk shit, if I want to go buy a motorcycle and ride it, you're like okay. Like you've never like told me that like that it bothered you or that I couldn't do it or something like that. No, that, but that never, that never bothered me. I don't think, I mean, even with our kids and stuff, there's, I don't think there's anything that I've, you know, said, Oh, well you can't do this because you're a female or because you're a male. I don't think I've ever done that with any of the kids. No, but we have ran into that with people. Haven't we? Yeah. Well, like, you know, for instance, our daughter that did wrestling. Yeah. I think that was probably one of the greatest instances of uh, a gender bending role. And I'd be something. out there screaming, shoot, shoot. Like, don't sit there and play with them. Just go. And like, and everybody's like, Oh my God, this woman's nuts. But like, she was the only girl there. Yeah. And I, you know, I have, uh, I mean, I had mixed feelings about it just that, you know, she's as a wrestler, she's wrestling other men her same size. Right. You know, and um, I mean, I guess it's okay. I just, you know, we're just men are built different. I, you know. Well, I mean, obviously they had to wear a cup. Well, yeah. I mean, she's but... not going around grabbing nuts. She was being like, yes, men are built differently. And yes, they're speaking. Are you speaking of like muscle mass and stuff like that? Or. Yeah. The ability to fight and do things. I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I guess that kind of goes into some of the conversation about, um, you know, transgender and sports and athletes and playing different sides. You know, part of the I guess part of what I'm asking is. 
or, you know, that's, that's, I wonder about, and that I don't really know the answer to, and, you know, who's to say is that I think that if you take uh, a man that's the same size as a woman and you pit them against each other, let's say wrestling, um, and let's say they have about what the same skill level or so. Right. I mean, who's going to win? I think it seems like at some point it probably could be pretty well tied. Right. And it was, it was with Reagan. I mean, she did good. I mean, sure. Her skill level, she only did it that year, but like she wanted to try it and I wasn't going to tell her that she couldn't. Yeah, for sure. So I think that when it's, you know, everything's even like that, that it's, that it's even. I still don't like, I didn't like the idea of, her going up against some boy that was going to be perving all over doing this wrestling thing. She's wrestling. Do you really think she's going to let a boy perv on her? Yeah. Well, she may not know it, but he's perving on her. Sorry. That's what's going to happen. Like what? Like they roll all around the floor. Is he sniffing yeah. her butthole or something? something. Like, come yeah, on. Guaranteed. Like guaranteed. that's weird. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. She met a couple boys there that really liked her, I but know she did, but she, you know, they also knew that she could, probably take him too so that's i don't know i'm just saying that like i don't feel like you should tell a male or female that they can't do something because it's it's gender role specific well no look at like uh females in the military yeah and that used to not be allowed no not at all but i think that there are uh you know there's some cis female that I've met that, um, you know, would, would definitely, uh, have, they have the same mentality that some of the men I've been around. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is it depends on you as a person, you know, whether or not you call that toxic masculinity or something, but there are, there are, you know, I guess naturally born females that have a whole lot of toxic masculinity that, make them do well in you know combat type of i i can agree with that because i think when i was younger like i said i felt like i had big dick energy like i would get in fist fights with dudes i really would like not because of whatever but like if you're gonna come at me like you're talking about perv on me when yes all i do is hang out with guys but i hang out with them because i can i can relate to them more than i can the females and I'm doing things with them, i.e. working on cars, car stereos, you know, I enjoyed stuff, racing, we would go and drag race. I mean, do people do that anymore? Like we would all meet down on the street and we'd drag race. And I was most of the time, there might be one or two other females there, maybe, but most of the time I was the only female there. But if a guy tried to perv on me, trust, like, catch these hands, bro. That's how I got my first boyfriend. I kicked his ass. (laughs) Seems like that backfired. Well, I mean, I guess he needed a bodyguard. Something. (laughs) I mean, my mom would dress me up in frilly stuff, but she'd be the first one to be like, if a boy was picking on me, she'd be like, she knew I could hold my own. Like 11 years old, she's like, go out and rock him. She's like, but change out of your school clothes first because I ain't buying no new ones. We're like, okay, change out my school clothes, went out there. Co-cocked him in the face, rubbed his head on the cement. We were good. So are there, are there some, are there some things that we would consider? There's a lot of things that we consider what we talk about gender roles that are maybe non-conforming, you know, like you can say, well, what about me sewing or something? Well, you know, I, I like the kind of technical uh, know-how of being able to do that type of thing. And, you know, like I said, working with machines or something and tying knots and stuff. So that kind of thing is, I've always enjoyed that type of stuff. Um, but there's some things that when you say gender roles or, you know, like, or for cooking, for instance, you know, that. Oh, you love, you cook, you cook more now. I used to, when we were first married, I could cook more than you and you would cook. And now we've kind of traded places. I think that's kind of blown out of the water anyway with, you know, you have a lot of major, uh, you know, or cleaning, 
cleaning, you clean. clean. Yeah. And there are a lot of men, trust me, I've been married to them or had children with them that think that's below them. Well, but there's a lot of, you know, stay at home dads now and stay at home moms that, you know, take that role depending on what works well in their relationship and within their family. And, but that typically used to be a woman's job, a woman's job. And, you know, even if you look at things, you know, I'm trying to think of when we say, um, you know, there's some gender roles, whether or not there's some gender roles and things that we consider fairly fluid nowadays, and then some that are not so fluid. Right. You know, like if you think, uh, that depending on your financial situation, what you're doing, um, you know, a gender role for, uh, a female uh, who gives birth um, and depending on whether or not they're married or anything else, I mean, they've kind of, they're going to have a gender, they're going to have a typical gender role of being a homemaker to an extent. They're going to have to, at least for a while, because, you know, I mean, they're equipped with that ability to procreate and they're going to have a baby and whether or not they like it, if they don't have necessarily, you know, a male that's there, that's the father that's helping them out or, um, or other resources at their disposal, then, you know, that's just what they're going to have to do. Um, I mean, yes and no, cause I've been there, but I've, you know, I raised two boys and taught them how to pee. So I mean, so there's more, I get what you're saying, but well, like, and I'm saying that inherently, you have to play and you have to play basically mom and dad. So that's why I was into football. You weren't into football when I first met you. Not really into any sports. Yeah. So not really into any sports. I mean, I like sports, but no, I don't didn't typically sit around and watch sports. Well, the oldest boy played baseball. I put the middle boy into football, um, starting him at flag. Wasn't it flag? It was at kindergarten. Yeah. Starting him in flag football. And, um, well, I was that mom that, well, most of the dads are like, I'd be out there yelling and, um, you know, like, I would say stuff that most of the time the, the dads would say they would kind of laugh. I mean, I've even got into it with one of the coaches one time, I think, and he had to carry me off the field. Yeah. I, I pretty much had to carry you off the field or get you out of there by force a few times. Yeah. I mean, I get really, I mean, I even yell at the TV though. Like the chiefs are my team. I, I was born, you. I was born and raised in Kansas city and I'll yell and talk at it and everything. Don's like, they can't hear you. But, you know, I, I also, that's me as a person. I would do that to their face. Like if I was out there, I mean, yeah, I when, know you would. when Don carried me off the field one time, let's just say what I said, look, I'm paying, it's pay to play. It was our youngest boy in there. They left him and this other boy sitting out the whole time. I'm paying $800, 800 fucking dollars for what was it? Six to seven games something like that yeah and i said come on coach you know like put these other two boys in like you you know this is pay to play you're supposed to be teaching them to play the different positions and this coach looked at me and said something funny and i said look here buddy if i wanted to hear you talk shit i'd stick my hand up your ass and work you like a puppet parents looked at me it was it had to be carried off the field it was um it was an ordeal, but I mean, but you know what, that other parent with that little boy sitting there, they wanted to say the same thing. And, you know, you think they wanted to say the same thing? I don't think so. I mean, they wanted to say something. I was advocating for those two boys. Advocating, she calls it. I was advocating. Yeah. Yeah. I was advocating. I was advocating. So, you know, so I've always had that. It like, was funny. It, well, I mean, good times. I mean, I was that mom in, in most things, like anything that our kids were in was like, I'm, I'm yelling, I'm cheering them on. I'm, you know, that's yeah. what I, that's what I did. That was, that was my job, you know, besides being the coordinator and organizing, being the football parent, being the PTA president, being the PTA vice president, then secretary. I mean, Girl Scout leader, theater mom, volleyball mom, 
wrestle mom. Like I did it all. So, you know, and if your kids are excited, you're excited about it. But I think that, you know, when it came down to sports and stuff, I, again, you didn't see the women out there getting as into it as I did. Maybe a little too much. Yeah, some of them. I mean, I mean, there's... I'm it's a loud becoming, mouth. It, it's becoming a bigger thing. I mean, look, there's a lot of sport commentators now. There's a few out that there that are female. Yeah. You got um, some female kickers. Yeah, and I know that... I know that there are, uh, you know, like ads and things are more geared towards female fans of, you know, both NFL, NBA. I mean, right. a lot of professional sports that you have fans that are both male and female. So, and that used to not be the case. I mean, no, that was almost, you know, strictly male. I mean, we're, kind of thing. we're 47. So yeah, when we, when we first, that was something yeah, like when no. we were kids, it, there was no females at all. No which I think is great that there's females that are doing that now. Yeah. I mean, so a lot of those, a lot of, and that's, and that's what we were talking about before is that a lot of those gender roles that, you know, even, even roles that we don't necessarily consider, uh, you know, traditional or whatever, or really tied to anything traditional, those gender roles are just kind of getting wiped away. They're not really there anymore. I mean, or at least it's starting to, there's, right. there's a lot of gender roles that used to be there that don't necessarily have a good reason for it or, you know, anything that the, those things are going away. You know, some of them still exist. There's a lot of things I mean, out there that. Yeah. I'm just saying that like, you know, uh, let me just be blatantly honest. You're one of the only men in my lifetime that could handle my big dick energy no the rest of them was either they they were intimidated by it and told me that wasn't my place as a woman i've been told that a lot of my a lot of my life yeah well i'm not intimidated like that i should just be cooking and making babies like that old fucking bullshit and like barefoot and pregnant and i'm like fuck off uh well i respect you so I mean, I, I think that that has, that has a lot to say. And I'm, I'm saying that because, uh, I, I know a lot of men who, and, and I'm not friends with them, don't hang out with them, but I've met a lot of men in my life that don't respect women at all. Oh, I know you've befriended a couple that we've had to set straight. So I get it. Well, befriended until well, right. Until no, I'm saying clear. exactly. No, I'm not saying like that in a bad way about you. I'm just saying that you befriended a couple and it, then it's came out later on that they're really sexist. Yeah. Fucking pigs. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people like that, that, uh, you know, I, and I see that, I see that people like that and I see, you know, in movies and other things and people are portrayed in certain ways and, uh, I, I didn't really know that existed, especially when I was younger until I started meeting some of those people and realized that there is a cross section of society. Now I, I feel that there's probably some women in the same oh, yeah, way. I agree. There's women that don't respect men at all and like, don't understand any kind oh, of value. No. And I'm sure they're, I'm sure on both sides oh, yeah. damaged, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta imagine that somebody who doesn't have any respect for women uh and doesn't you know doesn't see value to them other than and i you know to be blunt other than procreating you know make right. me a baby woman um I, I i i gotta imagine that the reason for that is some kind of damage in the in the past that i mean that has something had to happen why they feel that way or what went on you know in their childhood or something else that made them see you know most of them would see their mom or, you know, what type of environment that they lived in, that they saw that, or that it would, that that was modeled for them. Right. That a, a woman has no value other than to procreate. But yeah. I, I, th I think that's what, that's what drives that type of mentality. Well, and I think a lot of people were like that years ago because, you know, my grandmother had 11 kids and she stayed at home. She was a homemaker and she was all of four foot 11, but she was like me. She was, she was pretty tough, but you know, the thing is, is like within that family, all the boys were taught a trade. The girls 
were not, nor were they said, hey, you should get an education or, hey, do whatever you want. No, it's that you're going to grow up and you're going to be a mom someday. Well, but in the, in the past, and I, I think that that's But I think that's that still goes difference. on. That This actually is, is pretty good because we were, we were talking about this before about some gender roles are, you know, very fluid and then some are not so much. Right. And when you look at something historically um, and you'd have men and women and the women could get pregnant. Men can't get at least, you know, at that time, let's take out some of the nuances, social nuances that are there. And we're just speaking about biologically born males are not going to get pregnant. Right. And even other males are not honey. Well, I know, but what I'm saying is anybody can adopt children or do in vitro or have a surrogate. What I'm saying is that, that, that drives a lot of what those gender roles are because you know, a woman would have to necessarily take care of their child as a child is, is born or conceived or whatever. And that is going to limit to some extent what she could do in the past. You know, we're talking about historically, you know, so like, um, if you were going to school or something like that and, and you were going to college and then you, you know, you got pregnant, then there would be historically, that would be a, a time where, well, that's going to set you back at least a year within your studies or, or doing something. And then you're going to have to have someone to take care of this child. Or 20 like me. I still haven't got my degree. Maybe I should do that now since the kids are gone. Well, yeah, you absolutely could. Squirrel. But a squirrel. Yeah, that's the ADHD. But yes, right, I, you, see what I I'm get, you know, I definitely get that. But I mean, that aside, I'm talking about, yes, those are situations. But when you have a couple like us, we do not play those classical roles is what I'm telling you. Oh, no, I agree. I'm just saying, I'm saying that those were historical things oh, that yeah. drove yes. what those gender roles were. I, I get that. Right. And so, I get that. And so a lot of those things have changed. I mean, before, um, I, I think the mentality was, you know, why would you have, why would you have your daughter go to school where she could get pregnant? And then, you know, she, what she's, what is she going to do with it? Because she's going to be a homemaker, you know, no, she's supposed was, to get married. It was just, yes, so why it was just would she go, go get married in the like, first place? That's what you had to look So why would to. she learn a trade? You know, so back then that, that, you know, that mentality or that idea was there, but nowadays, I mean, there's, you know, you have women who go to school and I mean, they can have a child while, while they even go to school. I've seen, I've seen women take their, you know, newborn kids. Uh, to class or to daycare or whatever. When I was 16, I took my newborn to school with me. I mean, yes, but the thing is, is that those are forced ideologies. And what you have to recognize is that still happens in families to this day. Yeah. Because it happened to me. I was just supposed to do this. And then because of those ideologies, the first couple partners that I chose were just like my family members yeah. of I should, I, I, I don't talk back. I better have dinner ready, um, take care of the kids, you know, do that kind of. And that was that was never me. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy being a mother. I enjoy being involved in my kids' life. But that gender role that they wanted to put me into just didn't fit me. Yeah. It didn't fit me. I don't. I don't think it fits a lot of people, and I think. I think as a society, uh, we've. I think we've moved out of that for the most part. I mean, for for the most part, I would like to look at that and be positive, but there's still those people, and I'm going to tell you that during my developmental years and during my first years as as a mother, I felt so much guilt. And I felt like I wasn't because, you know, like I wasn't going to be a good mother because I didn't want to be that traditional mother. And I didn't want to be that traditional wife. I wanted to be a wife. I wanted to be a mother, but I wanted it to be on my terms. I didn't want it to be on the terms of I'm supposed to stay home. Like I always worked literally up until I had my brain surgeries. I always worked. I worked sometimes two and three jobs. I, I like to be self what is that word sufficient is that the word yeah because understand that not only were they pushing that gender role on me but i was also very emotionally 
and neglected as a child. So I was, I, it was me. Like I had to take care of me. And then when I had kids, I was like, okay, I got to take care of me and my kids. Like I can't even depend on that other person, even though they want me to have that certain gender role of being the mom. And, you know, they like that, but they also like me bringing in the money. Yeah. So it was very, you know, odd. I mean, did you, didn't you ever feel that way? Did you ever feel guilty for not doing like something that you felt like you should do? Like, I don't know. You've had lots of people ask you about sports and you're like, I'm just not into it. It's not, doesn't it make you feel a little awkward or off? Like when you have other men like, Oh, Hey, let's watch this game or soccer football this and you're like i I don't really watch it you're like i don't i feel weird sometimes like when you know somebody's like oh hey did you catch that game and it's like (laughs) no no i did not catch that game i there's a hundred other things that i would do now when it came to my kids's games oh yeah that's different though but like i'm talking about your interactions with everything i'm talking about your interactions with other men because i've watched it happen so many times and i just sit there usually and you know me, like I, if I sense you're feeling uncomfortable, I'm like, Don, Don doesn't get into sports. Like that's, that's just no. not his deal. Like, and you, you do say that to people like, look, if it's my kids on the field, that's one thing. But like, buddy, I'm not following baseball. I'm not following soccer. No. You do follow the chiefs now with me. Well, shout out to Pat Mahomes and yeah, I, I do. And it's not that Jason I don't Kelsey. understand the sports. I know how they're played and I, right. and I would rather play the sports rather than just sit there and watch them. But Um, I mean, you know, I think a lot of that is a product of moving around so much when I was a kid that I never stayed in one spot. So, I mean, when you go from Seattle, Washington, and you know, everybody's all about the Seahawks and then the next place you land for a few years is in new England and then it's the new England (laughs) Patriots. Uh, you know, I mean, who are you going to root for? Where were you Mississippi? No. Did did they have a team? Mississippi? (laughs) (laughs) Let's not talk about Mississippi. Um, You're going back there next week. Yeah, I am. Mississippi was I a like cool place, but Gulf yeah, Park, uh, Gulfport is cool. Like it's yeah. pretty. No, and, I, and of course I was stationed in Pascagoula, so. But I but mean, no, and that and that's my point though is that, uh, and even even when I went back to Missouri, I was right in the middle of Missouri. So half of the people you meet are for, you know, the St. Louis Rams at that time, and then the other half are for the Chiefs, and it's like you know. Who the hell cares? I mean, and and when you're in those small towns anyway, nobody cares about that. They care about the high school team that that are there. They don't really care about the other sports teams because who's going to go all the way out there to see them? You know, it's a it's almost a five hour drive to get there and go see anything. So nobody's going to mess around with that stuff. So especially in the country out there, they cared about what happened at the local high school. Nobody cared about what happened on a national level. I get that. I'm just like, I just wanted to make sure that like, you know, there's, there's been situations where you've been in a group of men and they're all talking about something. You're kind of standing there switching eyes back and forth. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, no, I can't really. You know, so I I mean. No, and it has, it, it feels kind of weird sometimes. And they're all talking about something going on and I'm like, you know, yeah, no, I, I stopped following that. I don't know. I think the last sports team that I followed was when Jordan and Pippen were playing for Chicago Bulls. Uh, so that was a while back. Like I said, you still follow the Chiefs. And I do. Now that, uh, you know, the Chiefs over the years, it's like, well, hey, you know, and that's kind of just been our thing. Chiefs. Yeah, I was born and raised in Kansas City, so I had to make them like the Chiefs. So. You don't have to make me like the Chiefs. <laughs> and force them into it. Now we have a whole room with Chiefs memorabilia in it. Yeah. Well. And collector's items. So. I'm good with that. So let's figure out what we're talking about with gender roles. I, I was. That's what I was talking about. Because you've been in situations yeah. with other men where you felt uncomfortable. Because you, there's a whole group of men. And you don't get into that kind of stuff that the men get into like what are you going to talk about yeah i just made this dress for my wife at the for the pageant do you want to see her photos like yeah i made this no no i don't i don't do that i know that's my point i just you know there's some things i don't there's some things i don't talk about with other men well and i'm the same way with women um but my women that are close to me i do and you know i have those women that are very supportive and think that 
I'm some kind of exotic creature because I'll pull some spark plugs or I'll get on a Harley with you. And it's like, I know a lot of women that ride Harleys, but I guess maybe we're a rare breed anymore. Like, oh yeah, check them out. They ride their Harley together and they work on cars together and they do this. And it's like, but what I can say is when I found you, that's literally what we connected on cars. My broad knowledge of random things, jack of all trades, although you are really professional at some things. I mean, I know a little bit about things here and there. So, you know, I could talk to you more about men's stuff than I could about women's stuff. And I feel like that since we've been married, you've, you know, because you were closer with your mom growing up, you have a little more of that femininity. Can I say that? Are you offended by that? No, I'm not, I'm not offended by it. I mean, you know, like, you know, sewing and stuff. And, and you've showed me that things like I don't put that down at all. I think it's great. I just never was taught that, nor was I really interested in it. No, I'm not dumb enough to consider that an insult. Well, I'm just making sure. No, I'm, I'm good with it. See, there you go. There's another whole gender thing that you're doing there because a lot of men would be very upset if you questioned their masculinity or insinuated that they had whatever bit of femininity. Like well, as a woman, like I've actually talked and men are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, we all it, humans in general, whether your gender or your genitals are male or female, like you have a feminine and masculine side, no matter what your sex is. Well, and I think that, that I know that that's part of it. Right. So like, uh, like to ultra define, you know, ultra define those, uh, those male roles, you know, masculine type of ideals or something. And, and as a, as a man, knowing a lot of men growing up in military and stuff, you know, you can see people who, well, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, when the, the big truck syndrome. Oh that, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, there's guys that are like, Oh, you don't, you don't want to say it. I'll say it. You know, every time I see a guy driving a giant truck, that's giant like jacked like, up and everything. I'm like, hell? that's a little dick. Yeah. You know, it is. I no, mean, it really is. Like if you got to drive that around and prance it around, then you're, you're really lacking somewhere else. Right. And so what I'm saying is that I think a lot of times those gender roles are, are hammered home or amplified in certain people because they, they need to feel like that they're portraying that they're ultra man, you know? And, and so, and to some extent, okay, I, I'm a big motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've been over six foot since I was 14. So I've never felt that need that I needed to, you know, was ever worried about. I'm, I'm feeling really attacked right now. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm feeling, feeling really attacked. attacked right now. I'm saying among Are men- you saying that that's why I give out all this big dick energy is because I'm so small? Uh, well, I really, do, oh, oh, just say it, yes or no. I'm saying that you project yourself bigger than what you are to some extent. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I but, do. I, okay, I do that. But do I back it up or not? That's the question. No, you. You back it up. <laughs> you're like, like, why are you looking over to the side? Well, I mean that you're not afraid to get into people's faces. No, I'm not. But, but I mean, you back it up, but I mean. But I'm also a people lover at the same time. That's but, a thing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I mean, at the end of the day, if you and I got in a fight, there's absolutely oh, well, no challenge whatsoever. Not. So what I'm saying is, do you, do you back it up? Yeah, I mean, you you back it up, you'll get in people's faces. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, it you can only bring so much as far as, you know, your size is what I'm saying. That's why you bought me weapons, honey. <laughs> I, I know. But my point is, is that I think that some of these gender roles are uh, are hyper emphasized by people I can sometimes because I think that they you know, need to, they feel like lacking in some regard and they feel like they need to show what, who, who they are more than, and you know, that's, and a lot of people use those gender roles or or historical gender roles or typical or whatever you want to call it. They, they, 
they protrude those gender roles. Gender ideologies. Maybe that's what we should call it. So, that's our new term. Yeah. So that they're not really gender roles anymore. It's it's almost like it's almost like a, a button that somebody wears on their shirt so they can feel better about themselves or so that no, they I agree. You know, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. Put it over this. the top of a stain. That's why I wanted to talk about this because at the end of the day, some people look at us and think we're an odd couple. But you're you and I'm me and we, yeah. we accept each other and you accept my ultra masculine side and I, <laughs> and I accept your feminine side and we're good because I feel like it balances everything out. And I think that, you know, one thing I want to say is a woman, you know, and this is, you know, I think a lot of women feel this way is that when I see a man that can actually show that feminine part of himself or something like, I feel like that person's that person's real and they're in touch with both sides. And I respect that when I see the men that, you know, when I have big dick energy, it's pretty amusing and it's kind of cute. I'm like a little, you know, gremlin or something, but <laughs> but when you see men doing that as a woman, yeah, it is. It's a huge turnoff. You know, it's a, uh, I guess I'm saying that. And then I'm sitting here thinking about like, you weren't turned off by me. Like you were like, Oh God, she's a wild thing. No, I you mean, because it. it was, you liked it. No, no, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't turn me off, but it's a, it's, I think it's the roles are reversed. Yeah. And I mean, and at the, the roles, end of, roles are the reversed. Ro- roles are reversed. And I think at the end of the day that what works for you is what works for you. Like I'm not, you know, judging anyone else's relationship, but just be you. And, you know, just because you're a woman doesn't mean that you have to be barefoot and pregnant and cooking dinner and, no. You know, and just because you're a man doesn't mean you have to work, you know, 15 hours a day. Like you can sit with your wife and watch Anna Green Gables or chick flicks. Who does that? You watch Anna Green Gables. Your mom told me it's your favorite show and you're a teenage boy. Ago. So, you know, I yeah. mean, thanks for throwing that jab in there. Appreciate I'm, it. I'm just saying. Yeah. And so, yeah, you are, <laughs> I mean, you're just saying a lot too. Okay. You didn't even tell me that. Your mother had to tell me that. She said you would run home after school. So there you go. Um, There's that. And, you know, don't be ashamed of it. I'm not. Don't be ashamed of it. And I'm not ashamed that my Barbies were giants that stomped the Hot Wheels. And that, well, I've gotten lots of men's faces. I'm not ashamed. I think people see me as small. And, yeah, so I have big dick energy. Big dick energy. Be you. Be you. Be you. Be true. I think that's what somebody in the pageant told me once. I think it was Donna. Christy, possibly. But that's it for gender roles, people. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a great night.